Good evening, good evening, good evening. Hey, folks. Hey, let me know if you can hear me clearly here. This is going to be my my first midnight millionaire. I mean, I'm sorry. My first midnight Miami millionaire rant. It's approximately 1.17 a.m. in the morning here. And I know some of you are on the Central Coast, some of you Mountain Time. So I wanted to jump on here. I was getting ready to get some work done here. As you can see, I have my girlfriend in the bed with me. You want to see my girlfriend? If you guys want to see my girlfriend, give me a thumbs up. Let me see. Let me show you guys the woman of my dreams. I love her. I lust for her. You want to, you want to see her? <laughs> so what I want to do in this video here, I want to answer questions here. Um, if you don't know who I am, my name is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin here. Um, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an investor, I'm an internet guru, but um, my purpose is to help people understand, and this is just my philosophy about mindset, helping people understand that um, for you to be able to reach your goals, you have to focus on your thinking, okay? So what I want to do, I want to answer questions here below because I know some of your entrepreneurs if you're an entrepreneur right now, give me a thumbs up. And here's my girlfriend right here. You see her? Look how good she look. Hold on, let me show you. Hold on. See, that's my girl. See her? She's sexy, right? You like her? Yeah, she's always by my side because, well, she makes me a ton of money. So I know you guys can't see me. Not tonight. Um, if this is your first time um, being a part of my millionaire rants here, basically... Um, this is a little bit unfiltered, which means that you can ask me whatever question you want about me, my life, my business, um, anything that you need to propel your business. My company does um, 30 to $40 million per year. Um, I have several internet companies. I have a couple of real, estates in my, uh, uh, real estate homes in my portfolio as well. But, um, you know, that's not, that's not why I'm here. I'm here because... I want to give you the opportunity to um, ask questions here, okay? Because I believe everybody on the planet has the capability to be successful, but everybody, unfortunately, will not be successful. So if you're that person that wants to speak with me as far as put a question below, ask me anything, I'm, I'm transparent, I'm open, um, there's no question that I won't answer, just put it below. And I do this because I want to give everybody the opportunity to at least have an opportunity to conversate or to have some back and forth banter with me um, just because I'm successful. Just because I'm rich doesn't mean that I can't share some ideas with you or you put your questions below. Here we go. Um, if you guys can hear me, just hit the like share button for me. What business are you doing? I mean, the internet digital marketing business. Hey, Wes, I'm starting my thing with ShareCash. Is it good? You know, I don't know what ShareCash is, actually. Okay, next question here. How did you get where you at? Okay, how did you get where you at? So, guys, work on your grammar as well. Um, so, I think you need, need to be a little bit clear, but I guess you want to know how I became a millionaire. Well, I became a very successful person by doing the right things at the right time. But more importantly, um, I created the belief that I can be rich, okay? 
And this is what so many of you still don't understand. Young people, millennials, um, you believe that it's some technique, some secret out there that's guarded by the wealthy that they're not sharing with you. But if you open your eyes, um, wealth is all around you every single day. But what people lack is the belief that they can be wealthy because they're looking at their past or their circumstances of the past trying to create the future. And the thing is, what I speak about is, and I want you to listen to me close here, you cannot create anything in the future from your past if you want something that's going to be different. If you keep looking at your past and using that knowledge or those experiences to make decisions in your future, where you're only going to get more of the past, okay? It's just going to look different, right? <laughs> it's, the, it's going to be the past, but different clothing, which means is what I've learned through my journey of being a, uh, a multimillionaire is that I had to let go of the past and build on my future without any evidence. Does that make sense? Let me say that one more time. I had to learn this. Now, I was in my 20s. I think I was about 25, 26. I had, to, I had to learn to let go of my past and create the future without any evidence. The thing is with people, we have the proclivity to use our past to create our future because it's logical. It makes sense to us, right? If, if I got in a business that didn't work, well, I shouldn't do that business again, right? Um, but... That's not necessarily true. And that data, um, you know, that data from the past may be flawed as it relates to creating the future. So what I've learned in my later 20s that you can create the future despite looking at the past, which means is like I failed in many different businesses before I had my huge breakthrough. And what I used to do, I, I used to learn from the past. But I don't really believe you can learn from the past because learning from the past is trying to figure out why it didn't work in the past. One thing about making money or success or whatever you want to call it is it's not linear, which means is this is not a two plus two equals four equation here, which means is you have to create something that's not even real yet, right? Like, let me give an example. Say if you want to make $10,000 this month and if you've never made $10,000 before, right? But maybe you invested in certain companies. Maybe you're, you bought certain courses here. Listen, please. You bought certain courses and it didn't work out. So you have the belief that those businesses were not produced the $10,000 that you want. But see, what I've learned Okay, later on in life is that we can create the future based off what we want to do. Okay, which means is I just released the past. Whatever happened in the past, such as business challenges, things that didn't work out, I don't take that and I don't try to use that as a blueprint for my future. Does that make sense? Now, this is the scary part because the scary part is, well, Wesley, are you are you sharing with me? That I need to create my future based off of nothing, you know, just off thoughts and my imagination. And yes, listen, success is not logical. Write that down, please. 
Success is not logical, okay? It's not a linear equation. It's not a two plus three is five, okay? It's not black and white. Success is a very, very jagged or curvy line as it relates to getting to your goal, okay? It's not one way to do it. Make sense? But what's important, what's very imperative is that you believe that it's possible for you irregardless of where you are right now. That was the toughest part for me because I grew up on the south side of Houston, Texas. And my parents never made more than twenty to 30000 a year, okay? So I didn't see any evidence that I can drive a Rolls Royce. I didn't see any evidence that I can drive a Lamborghini. I didn't see any evidence that I can stay in a beautiful, like right now my Miami property here in Florida is 20000 a month, right? That's insane, isn't it? I remember when I thought that $3,000 a month was a bunch of money to pay for an apartment here. But what I realized, it wasn't really my skill, okay? Now, the skill that I have created, that I have developed to be able to create the money, that was about 5%. 95% was believing, one, that I was worthy. Write that down, please. That I was worthy of this lifestyle, too that I deserved it. And that's what I want to suggest to you. Not only are you worthy of it, you deserve it. And number three, it's your responsibility to be wealthy, in my opinion. Okay. Next question, please. What do you think about investing in gold and silver? I have no clue. I don't invest in those things. What's your sign? I'm Capricorn, according to the astrology, which I don't believe in, by the way. What helped you to make the ultimate change in your life from from where you were to where you are now? Um, yeah, that's a good question, Maria. Um, reading, okay? I want everybody, if you're listening to me right now, okay? doesn't matter if you're watching a replay or you're holding the iPhone or the Galaxy in your hand right now. Listen, or on your laptop. Readers are leaders, okay? Now, I know that sounds so over, like an overused cliche, right? Yeah, Wesley, we know readers are leaders, but listen to me. Let me break that down for you. And I want everybody, if you hear that, I want you to type it below. Readers are leaders. And let me explain that. The more knowledge, see, knowledge is not just power. You know, we heard that knowledge is power, okay? Knowledge is power. But knowledge is also profit. Why is it profit? Because the doctor that you go to, say if you got a boo-boo, okay, <laughs> and you need to go to the doctor office, okay, and that doctor is getting paid a lot of money to diagnose you, right? And based off his credentials, based off he went to school for eight years, he has MD now, based off that knowledge that he has assimilated, guess what? Now he can charge you more money, okay? Or maybe the specialist, you have a, a practical doctor and you have the specialist. Specialist is going to keep, is going to get paid more money. Why? Because he has specialized training, say with the heart. So the guy that specializes with the heart, he'll make more money than the guy that you'll go to for a checkup. Does that make sense? Okay. So what I'm saying here is um, you want to get specialized knowledge, okay? 
You want to get special. That means you want to be focused on one thing. Don't don't try to do everything, right? Don't don't try to be a doctor for the limbs, for the for the heart, for the stomach, for the throat. No, find one piece of the body and specialize in it, right? Um, but to answer your question, readers are leaders. So the thing is, the more I would consume more knowledge, I was ready for experiences as they took place in my natural world. Does that make sense? See, a lot of you, what you don't realize that you're just ignorant. Now, when I say ignorant, I don't mean that you're a bad person. I mean that you just don't know. And when you don't know something, then you're not prepared for the experience when it happens, such as business. If you're in business, it's not working. If you don't have the proper emotional intelligence to deal with the challenge in business, well, you're going to quit. But if you were to read the book by Daniel Goldman called Emotional Intelligence, you will be better prepared for that challenge. Does that make sense? Okay. So readers are leaders. The people who have assimilated and consumed and applied the knowledge that they're reading in books, those folks, those people, they tend to get paid a little bit more than everybody else. So that was my breakthrough, reading. Okay. Why is virgin your name? Well, you have to ask my father. I have no clue. <laughs> Maybe I'm related to the Virgin Mary here. Okay. But one thing about if I ever got married, which I think I'm not, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to get married. But if I did, could you imagine being Mrs. Virgin? Could you imagine being a virgin for the rest of your life, ladies? I mean, that's powerful, isn't it? Right? <laughs> they used to tease my mom. She said, you are the first pregnant virgin. It was, it was hilarious here. All right, how do we get into the Millionaire in Training program? Yeah, just reach out to Ariella. Uh, you can go to my friends list, search her. Ariella Ariel, and she'll put you in there for you, okay? Is there a method to your mindset? What do you mean? Um, good Carter. Uh, when you say a method, what do you mean? So let me break something down. A lot of people ask me questions such as, Wesley, how did you become this type of person, right? You seem to be very knowledgeable about certain topics. Like, to be honest with you, um, I, I just, I, like me, look, now check this out. This is a great example of specialized knowledge. I have specialized knowledge when it comes to mindset, the brain, psychology, right? Uh, understanding human behavior, right? Uh, emotions, feelings, things of that sort, thoughts. But I don't know what's going on as it relates to the politics. I couldn't tell you anything about history, um, I know nothing about math. I don't know anything about any current events that are taking place on the planet. I have no idea who won the Super Bowl last year or this year. I have no idea who's being recruited from what high school to what college to what college to what. M I don't know. Right. I don't even know all the NBA teams. OK, but I specialize. Listen here. In the mind. Okay, so the thing is, and this is for everybody here, um, think about one skill that you would like to perfect. Think about one skill that you're passionate about. Can you guys hear me? Hit the like button if you're still here. Wake up, okay? I'm talking to you. Think about one skill that you want to specialize in and study that, okay? Like study that. 
You want to be successful? Study success. You want to be broke? Study broke people, right? It's very simple here. You want to be a photographer? Study for. So the thing is what I do, I focus my energy in one topic and I become very educated in it. Make sense? So that's my method here. How do you get this successful at 16? Well, understand success in actuality, guys, if we define success, if I define success, it has nothing to do with money, okay? Success has nothing to do with money. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. What? What do you mean, Wesley? Success has everything to do with money. Yeah, well, that's what the world wants you to believe. Success is just waking up in a blissful, joyous, grateful state. That's it. That's success. Okay? To make money now, you have to do the right thing at the right time. It's based off your actions, your behaviors, right? And what you're doing and what you're working on repeatedly to master a skill. But success, every, listen to me, every one of you that's listening to my voice right now, listen, put your left hand in the air and I want you to say these words. I am successful now because success has nothing to do with money. But unfortunately, the TV, the media, Instagram, social media, they have distorted the word success and they label success as somebody that can buy a lot of purses. They can buy a lot of fancy cars. Success is being able to buy beautiful homes, travel the world, run naked on beaches around the world. Right. But that is not success okay success is just waking up in a blissful joyous state irregardless of your circumstances that's success and if you will capture that and take that and listen to that and use that you'll realize if i am successful now and if every day irregardless of the events that are taking place in my life i can continue to be happy to be grateful, then the money is very simple to acquire. But listen, let me tell on myself real quickly here. It, it, it was a. It, it took me a, a quite a while to realize that I was successful, because I I've, I was conditioned like a lot of you that success really. Money. I was conditioned that success. How many of you, you know, you believe before you listen to this video here? The success meant money. And we associate that unconsciously in our brains. That success means money. So we say, oh, I'm not successful yet. I'm not successful yet. And if you keep saying that over and over again that you're not successful, well, when do you decide that you are? Like is it 5000 a month, 10000 20000 right? So the money itself or even the numbers kind of is relative, right? And it's irrelevant based off true success. Listen. And write this down in your notepad here. Success is waking up in a joyous, blissful state of gratitude every day. That's it. If you can do that, you're successful. And after you figure that out, if you really truly believe that, you will be able to see the opportunities to make money because they're always there. If you keep waking up and believing that you're not successful today, oh, I'm not successful today, I'm still not successful, then what happens is you become blind to the opportunities, 
right? Because you keep thinking that you're not successful and you're not seeing the uh, astronomical amount of opportunities that are right in front of you. Folks, I'll tell you a quick story here. When I made a decision that I was successful, for seven years, I kept telling myself I'm not successful yet. One day I will be successful. One day, mama, one day, dad, one day. But when I made a decision that I am successful now, and this was the time I was sleeping on the air mattress um, in 3000 Sage. That's the street or that's the apartment complex in Houston, Texas there. I was paying about 700 bucks a month, didn't have any furniture in there. And I said, Wesley Virgin, you're successful now. I, I just said, I said, you know what? And I read a book and you know, I got this from a book. Like I didn't get this, like it didn't just come out of the sky. Like God didn't give, I just got, I read it out of a book and I started to apply it, okay? And I realized that I was already successful and the book allowed me to change my definition of success. Because I thought that success was millions of dollars in my bank account, fancy cars, fancy shoes, fancy jewelry, and a bunch of girls and popping bottles at clubs. Make sense? Now, I like all those things. But that is not success from my definition here. So once I made a decision, true story, by the way, that I was successful now, within a year or two, I made a million bucks in 30 days. True story. Because every day, listen, that's why when you see me on video and I'm always so excited and I'm happy about life, that is not a show. I'm not pretending like I have trained myself to be very grateful, irregardless of the circumstances and events that take place in my life. I'm always grateful to God. I'm grateful to you. I'm excited. I'm happy because I don't understand why I should be suffering or sad or are depressed when I woke up. Like if you really think about it, like I I woke up this morning, thousands of people, actually a hundred thousand people didn't wake up this morning. I woke up with my mind intact. I woke up with my limbs, my my fingers. Somebody um, had an accident today and they lost their arm. They lost their legs. Okay. Think about it. Somebody had a concussion today, but by the grace of God, right? That's why, man, sometimes I get a little bit choked up because I'm so grateful to have and be able to participate in this experience called life. And this is the same information or or the suggestions that I'm trying to make to you. That's true success. And once you understand that's true success, then you'll be open and be able to see. It'll be almost like a blindfold that's removed from your eyes. And because it happened to me, honestly, in my later 20s, and I saw every opportunity. And I saw the opportunity and I worked at it. You still have to develop the skill. You still got to have the same, the same work ethic. But as I was going through the journey, I went through the journey with ease and patience. I persevered. But I was patient and I was excited. I was excited for the challenges and I was excited for the victories. I was excited for the failures and I was excited for the prosperity. And I made a bunch of money here. Okay, does that make sense, folks? Have you regretted any decision along the way? Never. I haven't regretted anything in my life. If you guys know my story, I've been in jail, not prison, but jail for like a week or two 
for traffic tickets. I used to write bad checks, got in trouble there. I used to steal gas from gas stations, right? I'm pretty embarrassed about some of those things, but I don't regret it. I got kicked out of the army. I filed bankruptcy. Um, I, I mean, I, I did a lot of very interesting things on the planet here. But listen, I don't regret anything, okay? Because to regret something is to beat myself up or feel bad that I did that. I have remorse, right? And I acknowledge what I did. But I'm not going to beat myself up. Okay? Does that make sense? And that's what I want all of you to understand. How did you start internet marketing? Okay, folks. Um, I started internet marketing first by creating a site by the name of 7dayfitness.com. Hold on, guys. Hey, can y'all shut that door? It's too loud. It's time to go to bed. All right. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Had to act like a daddy for a second. All right. So, um. Yeah, so this is how I started. Is everybody here? Give me a thumbs up if you guys can hear me clearly. I just want to make sure because I can't see. Okay. Um, so the thing is, I started in the internet business first by creating 7dayfitness.com. Okay, so I created 7dayfitness.com, and the brevity of that is I, I created a website and I did a bunch of videos where I was basically. Um, you know, trying to train people on the internet. So one thing you don't know about me, I used to train people in the military because I took my skinny body to a nice buff body here. And a lot of people wanted me to train them. So I started training people and I decided to bring those results online. Okay. And I built my first website and guess what? Guess what? Everyone, I failed. Okay. I didn't make any money at all, but listen, I want you to write this word below. I persevered. For seven years, I tried to make 7dayfitness.com. That was the web. That was the first website that I bought years, like 20 years ago. And I thought that was going to be my breakthrough. I thought that was going to be the key to the land of paradise, but it wasn't. Okay. But um, that's how I got my start. You know, I just want to give you the brevity of that. Do you have to sell out to make real money? Well, you have to define the word sell out. What does that mean? I don't know what you mean by sell out. Uh, and if you're saying, maybe you're saying that, do you have to be a bad person? Do you have to hurt people? Do you have to be deceitful? No, you don't have to do that. Absolutely not. I'm not. Um, I help people. But now, understand this about making money. Everybody is not going to see it the way that you do. Like, I have good intentions, okay? But, you know, people on the internet, they think, some people think I'm a scam. Um, some people think I'm taking advantage of people. Some people, and that's okay. Look, listen, this is why the Constitution wrote we have the freedom of speech, right? Which means everybody has their opinion. I mean, everybody has their opinion about anything, and that's okay. But what's important for you to know yourself, like me, I sleep like a baby at night. I'm not thinking about anything that I've done wrong on the planet here because I know my intentions are well. I know I want to help people, right? And I understand people. And I understand how to help people, right? And that's very challenging, by the way, to help a person believe that they can become a multimillionaire is tough. 
It is tough. You know, it is tough. You know, some people on the Internet say, well, Wesley, you're just selling dreams. Wesley, you know, these people can't be rich. You know, believe it or not, it's a lot of people on the planet that don't believe people like yourself won't ever be successful. This is a true story. I have many millionaire friends. They believe that people like you won't ever understand how to make money. Because and it's not they don't believe that you can't do it. They just believe that you're too lazy. I'm going to be honest with you. They say, Wesley, they're too lazy. Wesley, they're going to buy your product. They're going to refund it. These people are tire kickers. They're not ready to be committed. They're not ready to be consistent. So I don't believe that, right? <laughs> Thank God I don't, right? Or I wouldn't be doing this video right now. I believe that with the right information or with the right type of influence, this is why sometimes I raise my voice. Sometimes you, you can feel that I get a bit passionate because I believe that People will do it. I don't think everybody is the tire kicker. Like everybody on this on this uh, live right now that's listening to me, I don't think everybody here is a loser. I don't think everybody here is a tire kicker or a person that's just not going to be committed or a person that wants something for nothing, right? I don't believe everybody's like that. I know somebody right now that's listening to my voice that actually wants to win and they're willing to sacrifice and they're willing to have a high work ethic and they're willing to change. And they're willing to do whatever it takes. But I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of wealthy people, they have counted you out. Trust me. Because I go to a lot of different retreats around the world. There's a bunch of millionaires in the internet marketing space. And we're table eating. And they just laugh at you guys. I swear to God. I'm not going to name their names. But they laugh at you. They're like, man, come on, man. They just don't got it, Wes. You know, some people just don't got it. They just don't. And they're never going to get it. They're never going to understand. They're never going to be persistent. They're going to buy the product. And they're not going to do anything with it. That's what most people do. And that's what they were trying to convince me. But, you know, me being stubborn, obstinate Wesley here, I said, absolutely not. I believe in these people. And I understand it's a big percentage of them will never do anything. But it's a small percentage that will. And those are the people that I want to talk to. I want to mentor. I want to help. If they're willing to want, if they're willing to sacrifice for it, if they're willing to do whatever it takes, well, that's the type of person that I want to link up with. Okay. Next question here. I understand you. So how do you create the belief? That's a good question. So let's talk about belief. How do, I don't think. Um, you know as a culture of people here. I don't think we really understand. How your beliefs have been created. Right. So let's, let's dissect it because. You know, a bunch of millionaires online, Facebook, on YouTube, you should see these videos like this. They say, hey, you just got to believe. You just got to believe. But the problem is no one taught you how to believe. One. Two, no one really explained to you how your beliefs are created here. So I'm, I want you to write this down, okay? If you're a young person, write it down. Older people, write this down, please, okay? Your beliefs were created from the people that raised you, okay? So think back. Think about when you were one to seven years old, right? Think about when maybe you can't think that back far back. I know some of you are a little bit older. But think back when you were a child, okay? Maybe you had a mom and a dad or maybe a grandmother. or So think about some of the things they used to say. 
Did your mom say money don't grow on trees? When you ask your mom for money, did she say, hey, do you think I'm made out of money? Right? Did your mom say or your dad say, hey, go to school, get a, get a good education, get a job so you can retire at the age of 60? You know, just think about some of the conversations that was in your household, right? Well, this creates all your beliefs, which are very, they call this like Jung, which is a uh, French philosopher. He calls this the personal unconscious. These are things that's a part of you that you're not aware of, right? It's the reason why you like a favorite color. You probably don't even know why you like that favorite color. Like my favorite color is blue. Why do I like it? I have no clue. But I'm pretty sure something in my childhood is the reason why I like the color blue. So your beliefs are created from your environment. And when you're young, if you are like me, and unfortunately, I didn't get the right type of training okay, as far as being wealthy. Because we didn't talk about wealth. We talked about surviving. As a matter of fact, in my house, it was just like Fort Knox. It was tough. My dad was hard on me every day. So it was just pain, emotional pain, sometimes physical pain. My dad used to beat the sh- He used to beat me with a belt like crazy, right? So I don't really have any fun memories. And I'm sure some of you feel the same way. So that's why a lot of your beliefs were created unconsciously. Because from the age of one to seven, your your um your brain is like a sponge, which means it just soaks it all in, which is the reason why some of you speak and talk like your mom, speak and talk like your father, walk like your father, right? You have a lot of habits, habits and tendencies just like your your parents or the people that you're around, even your friends, right? So your environment, write that down, your environment creates your beliefs now you're a little bit older now and now you realize that some of your beliefs are not serving you right some of your beliefs because you're doing certain things that you don't want to do and you want to stop doing things you want to stop procrastinating and you've procrastinated for a long time you've been dismotivated for a long time you've been lazy for a long time only because it's habitual don't i want so listen to me clearly. You're not damaged goods, okay? You're not damaged goods. Just because you procrastinate sometimes doesn't make you a procrastinator. Just because you're a bit lazy at times doesn't make you a lazy, lethargic person, okay? You're not damaged goods. But now you have the opportunity to change your beliefs. How do you do that? Exactly what you're doing right now is influencing you. Does that make sense? Like this conversation, even though I'm the only one that's talking, you're listening to my voice right now. I'm laying in your bed, maybe at your office. I'm not sure where you are right now. Maybe you're working in the bathroom, crying about your nine to five job. But you are being influenced, like you're being conditioned. So your beliefs are, um, your beliefs right now have an opportunity to transition. Now, listen, it's not going to transition right now. Just because Wesley Virgin said that you can be rich, you're not going to necessarily believe that because you have 10, 20, 30, 40 years of some poor programming. So that's why it's important. Number one thing is this. Put yourself in a different environment. Like where you are, put yourself in a different environment. Don't hang around the Pookie and Ray Rays, right? Don't hang around the losers. If you don't want to be a procrastinator, don't hang around people that procrastinate. If you don't want to be fat, don't hang around fat people. I don't care if it's your best friend. Get away from them, okay? 
Now, if you're the person who say, well, Wesley, I'm young and I can't get out of my house. Listen, you got a pair of headphones, plug in YouTube, listen to a Wesley Virgin video. Listen to Tony Robbins. Listen to Dennis Waitley. Listen to Jim Rohn, right? Listen to Les Brown. So you can listen to these people all day, every day, right? And that's conditioning your mind because you're hearing different conversations. If you keep hearing the same type of conversation, same type of beliefs, see a lot of you have friends only because, not because you love them, it's because they're like you. Okay, like your friend right now, the only reason why you called him or her your friend, because he's like you, she's like you. They, you guys go to the same places, right? You have the same type of cars. You talk the same type of language. You have the same type of interests. He knows about you. She knows about him. So this is the reason why you like these people. Okay, not necessarily because you really want to be around them. You just feel that they understand you. And they're just like you. Now, understand that. And this is the tough part when it comes to changing your beliefs. It's very difficult to remove yourself from people that you have a bond with. I mean, like a friend, so your mom and your dad. If I tell you right now that you can't talk to your mom and dad for a year, some of you will have a heart attack. Because some of your parents, they're negative. If you got negative parents, hit the like button. Say yes. My mama and my dad, she's negative. Some of you have significant others. That's negative. Brothers, that's negative. And if I say you have to stay away from these people, you say, no, I can't. That's my mom, right? I mean, I got to talk to my mom, right? I got to talk to my dad, right? That's my dad. That's my brother. I got to love them. But see, understand this. You're speaking the language of the poor and average. When I say that, it's you're speaking the language of the majority. See, the 3%, such as myself, rich people, we understand that even though I love my mom and my dad, if they're talking negative, I'm not going to be around them. Okay, period. I love them. I talk to them for one minute on the phone. I get off. Luckily, I have very supportive parents. But if my parents were negative, okay, right, and they say, hey, be realistic, I wouldn't talk to them. Okay. Now, some of you might say, that's cold. Yeah, it is cold. But I understand that if I want to change my beliefs, I can't be around people that are contradictory based off what I'm trying to believe. I'm trying to believe something different. But if you have a person around you that keeps telling you who you are based off your past experiences, and you know people like this, they always are trying to place or poke you and talk about you bringing up things that are that took place in the past. You remember when you were like this? You remember you did this? Well, you remember this? You remember this, right? Those I remember people. Well, you have to separate from those people. If you want to change your beliefs, you cannot be in the same environment. Does that make sense? Hit the like button if that makes sense. But see, many people, unfortunately, they just can't do it because see, when you grow strong connections with people. You have these emotional bonds. To me, they're dysfunctional, right? <laughs> these emotional dysfunctional bonds. It's only because you're afraid to be alone, a lot of you, and you want someone to care about you. Because you understand that we have a human need. We have seven of them. One is the need of love, right? Everybody are love and connection. We all, we, we want to feel connected to people. We want to feel love. We want to feel someone cares about us. We want to feel like someone's thinking about us, right? 
that goes on to the other need, which is significance. It makes us feel important. So those needs that we want so badly, even though we know these people are not good for us, we still stay there. We say, well, yeah, he's negative. They're a terrible person, but I love them. You ever said that? Yeah, they treat me like shit, but I love them. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's not funny, but it's it's true. It happens on the planet here. So to answer your question about the belief, you got to separate. You got to put your, I call it isolate, meditate, right? Isolate yourself. If you need to be alone, be alone. Like if you can't find rich people, that's what, stay alone. Get on the internet, watch a couple of YouTube videos in the morning, listen to some Wesley Virgin motivation, get started, work on your dream, work on your plan, work on your plan. Does that make sense here? Okay, I'm going to scroll down here because I know I got a lot of questions here. Okay. See, some people say, well, yeah, I, they don't believe in me, but I love them. Love them from a distance. Okay. Listen, and I want you to listen to me very closely here. For the people that believe that, well, yes, I'm around these people, but they are not influencing me. Or I'm around these people, but they're not affecting me. They are. Okay? They are. They are. You put a kid in a gang-infested neighborhood, and if he stays there, it's a high chance that he's going to be in the gang. Okay? That's how it is. It's because of the environment. It's not because he wanted it. He may resist it every day. Resist, resist, resist. But eventually, he'll conform. Not because he wanted to conform, because it's the environment. Does it make sense? I'm pretty sure a lot of you have did things that you said that you would never do, and you did it, right or wrong, because the environment, okay? That's why women would stay in a relationship with a man that's beating the shit out of her. And know she needs to leave, but she's like, well, I love him. Does that make sense to you? Right, same thing with men. It's the same thing. A, a woman will, uh, a woman will treat the man terrible, cheat on him, do all kinds of crazy things. Uh, but he stays there. But he says, "I love her." Does that make sense to you? Right. So, what what I'm trying to suggest is, you have to change your environment. Don't think that you, your brain, or your emotional ability can, with um, can deflect conversations okay you're hearing the conversations and the people that know you most they can hurt you most why because and they hurt you because everybody has a bit of insecurities inside themselves right so they know what to say to make you feel a certain way you can't even control it you might say it oh, all that doesn't affect me but it does does that make sense you got to change your environment okay which steps should I take at the age of 15? Step to do what? To make money? Start a YouTube channel. It's too many steps. But first, understand that you got to start changing your mindset, Elizabeth. Okay? Question here. If you guys getting value, I want you to comment right now getting value. I just want to know that I'm, I'm articulating and I'm communicating the way that you guys are understanding this. Because I want you to take action. I want you to feel good right now. And take action, right? I want you to do something with this information. I want you to be bold. I want you to be courageous and say, you know, based off what I heard that Wesley Virgin just explained, now I'm better equipped. I have more knowledge. And now I'm prepared for the experiences. But I must 
take action. If you never take action, young people, and if you never take action consistently, you'll never, ever get uh, into that land of paradise, okay? Question for me here. How did the military impact you? Well, to be honest with you, it really didn't because I'm a very, very rebellious person. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I'm rebellious, which means as I don't want anyone to tell me what to do. No one on the planet. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you what it stems from. It stems from my childhood. My dad, he was a very authoritative man. He always put me in a very subservient position, which means as it was his way or the highway. He did not allow us to be right about anything. He didn't allow us, me and my brother, to explain ourselves. Do this. I would never say why. If I said why, he'll probably punch me in the teeth. Make sense? So <laughs> so I so imagine spending 18 years of someone telling you what to do every day and you had no voice. Okay? So I made a promise to myself that I would never put myself in that type of situation. So yeah, um, I did some very interesting things like in school. I didn't I didn't do too well as far as um, authority because I didn't want anyone to tell me what to do. So even throughout life, even with jobs, I would get fired because I didn't want to listen to anyone. You know, I wanted to do my own thing. I was willing to fail. I was willing to go through challenges. I remember one time I told my dad, I said, hey, let me fail. You don't need to tell me. Just let me. He said, I'm trying to protect you. I said, don't protect me. Let me go through it. Let me just learn the hard way. God damn it, I did. Oh, Jesus. Because I'm the same guy that said, Dad, let me learn. And I had to pick up that phone when I was in jail. Dad, can you come pick me up? <laughs> but it's okay. That made me very resilient, okay? Which is the reason why um, a lot of things in life, adversity, it doesn't affect me like it affects a lot of you. A lot of you just soft. So I'm a rebellious character, you know, um, I, I think I'm always right, even though I know I'm not, but I think I am right. Very stubborn as well, but it, it's benefited me. It has benefited me as you can see here. Okay. Question for me. How do you organize your day? Good question. Um, Oxy geese, um, hit the like button guys. If you're getting some value, if you're still up, I'm just curious if you, if you sleep, if you sleep, I'm going to slap you in the face right now. Get up. All right. How do you organize your day? Um, so first thing I do in the morning, I give all praises to the most high. Um, and then I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for my family. Uh, grateful for my parents, my brother. Uh, I'm grateful for the universe. And I meditate for about 20 minutes. Okay. Then after that, I like to read something or maybe listen to something motivational. Right. Right now, I've been listening to a lot of Jordan Peterson. Uh, great guy. He wrote the book on 12 rules of life. Great book to read, by the way. And after that, like I'm here in Miami now, so I have a shelf and I have a house manager here. They come three times a week, like tomorrow morning. Um, I have my breakfast prepared for me at 11 o'clock. Like one thing about me, I'm very structured, which means as I have a time for everything, which means I do the same thing every single day. Okay. Every day. So I get up and um, I eat the breakfast. Then about one o'clock tomorrow, I'll go to the gym. Me and my son will go work out for about 45 minutes to an hour. I'll come back, check some emails, have a couple of meetings, right? Look at the business as well. I may meditate again. Then I'm going to eat again. The chef, uh, she comes here. She cooks all the meals for the next two days. And I eat that. 
Um, at the same time, a house manager slash maid housekeeper, she's, uh, she's amazing, by the way. I mean, she cleans this thing um, very thoroughly. She cleans. And then after that, me and the kids, we may leave. We may go get ice cream. We may go buy something to eat. And then I may watch a movie with them. Then after that, um, I usually, I'm always on the computer, always on the phone. Then I may do a video for you guys. So I do that every single day. <laughs> you get it? That's it. I drink lots of water. I don't drink um, like soda water, pop. Um, I, I do a lot. Of, oh, another thing I do, I, do, I, do a, I drink a juice every morning as well. My chef, she brings in juices fresh from the, uh, the next door juicery here. And um, yeah, every morning I have my juice and my protein shake. How to build self-discipline. Good question here. How to build self-discipline. Understand this. You cannot build self-discipline, okay? See, a lot of you, when you use the word build, a lot of you, um, when you think about building self-discipline, you use the word "bill" as it's like a uh, it's an anal- analogy. Using an analogy such as building a muscle, right? But you can't build self-discipline. It's nothing to build, actually. Self-discipline. Please write this down, people. Okay, now please write this down. Don't be stupid and don't. Um, self-discipline is a process of thinking, like confidence. You can't build confidence. People say, how do you build confidence? You know, they're thinking that confidence can be built like a muscle. No. Okay. Self-discipline is a process of thinking. So people that lack self-discipline are the people that are not able to be consistent and do something consistently for a long period of time. That makes sense? So the thing is, so the question is, well, why can't you, you know? Say if you want to build your business, but obviously um, you have to repeatedly work on a skill until that skill is mastered, just like LeBron James, uh, Kobe Bryant, God bless his soul, Kevin Hart. You know, these people, they work on their trade, their skills daily here. Say, so they get to, to be able to introduce the process of thinking such as self-discipline, you need a why. Okay, write that down. You need a why. What does that mean? Well, the why is the emotional power or it's the emotional tool that's going to keep you going through the process. Make sense? Give an example. My why, the reason why I'm so rich and wealthy is because of my children. Before I had children, I was in and out of business. I didn't take it seriously. But when I had my little boy and little girl, well, I didn't want them to grow up in a life of poverty, of averageness. I just didn't want them to do that because I didn't want them to live like I did. Like my life was tough when I was young. I didn't get all the nice clothes. I didn't get all the nice shoes. People teased me. They talked about me. Um, it was terrible, man. It was a frightening moment to go to school every day and get talked about and teased, right? So I didn't want my children based off me being irresponsible financially. I didn't want my children to go through that type of experience, Okay. So there were the reason why I had to have self-discipline, right? Because I thought about them. So every time that I wanted to take a break, 
I thought about them, right? So write that down. You have to have a why. The why is the reason that's going to keep you going through the process of developing the skill to get you the wealth that you deserve. Make sense? So if you want to think and be self-disciplined, the question is, why do you want to be self-disciplined? Why is it important to you? Make sense? Tell me, why is it important for you to be self-disciplined? And write it down on a sheet of paper, right? And once you have enough legs under that table, you know, because that's all what it is. You know, if you have a table, you have to have legs under the table for the table to stand. So if you want to be self-disciplined, you have to have some whys that's going to hold that type of thinking in place that every single day, like me, I'm self-disciplined when it go when it comes to going to the gym and working out. Every day, I'm in the gym, I'm in the gym, I'm in the gym. Why? Because I never want to be that skinny guy again, okay? I don't want to be that small, skinny guy that was talked about. I don't want to be that small, skinny guy that was uncomfortable in his own body, right? And it ruined my self-esteem. Make sense? So that's my why. So, but now it's so automatic here. It's not even discipline anymore because I don't have to make myself do it. It's an automatic process, such as going to the bathroom, taking a shower, brushing your teeth. These are automatic processes that I do based off the repetition. Does that make sense? Guys, does that make sense, guys? Hit the like button if that made perfect sense to you. Question for me. And I appreciate that all of you are writing this down. You know, don't, you know, be smart. Don't listen to a multimillionaire. Don't write it down. I mean, it's, it blows my mind. Like, I never had the opportunity to have a conversation with a millionaire like this. Um, to like, because I try to simulate that I'm actually talking to you. That's why sometimes I call you big head because I know the average person have a big forehead like you. Right. So, but write it down. Write this stuff down. You should have notes. Write this information down, right? Because remember, the more knowledge you have, knowledge, it better prepares you for the experience in life. If you like knowledge, then you won't be prepared for the experience. Make sense? And then you'll freak out. You'll be stressed. You'll get overwhelmed. Not because you have to entertain those emotions. It's only because you don't have the proper knowledge to be able to deal with them. Okay? Which is the best program to collect emails? Aweber. How long um, How long do you meditate? 20 minutes um, at one given time. Questions for me, young people. What's the best way to study and apply breaking the habit of being yourself? Easy. Reading the book at least 10 to 100 times. Read the book over and over again. Okay? Remember, write this down, young people. Repetition is the mother of skill. That's one phrase that I've said for the last five years when I started doing videos like this online and mindset and metaphysical type videos. Repetition is the mother of skill. Don't think that you can read one book one time and be an expert. Come on now. Some people brag about the books they read. Oh, I read that book. Oh, yeah, I read that book. I read that book. But they broke. Average. No money in the bank account. Still have a stupid ass Dumb nine to five jobs, still driving the same car, right? <laughs> and you, you read every book in the world. I know a lot of educated people that have read all the books, but yet they don't have a pot to piss in, okay? You want to master the book. To master a book is to read it over and over again and to apply it, okay? 
questions for me. Where should I start? You can start with the Overnight Millionaire Program. Go to OvernightMillionaire.net. Start there. Questions for me. How do I start at the age of 17? I just answered that question. It doesn't matter what age. Listen. Listen, let me talk to young people right now. It doesn't matter how young you are. I don't care if you're 13, 10, 9, 8, 7. You have ears to hear. You have a mouth to speak. Bam, you're in business, okay? Just believe. First thing, for all my young people, this is what I want you to do tonight. If you do it, great. If not, you're not too smart. Write down a sheet of paper for young people under the age of 20 and write down, what do I want? Okay? I don't want you to think about business. Don't think about digital marketing. Don't think about Forex. Don't think about, oh, I need to start a business tomorrow. I need to get on Shark Tank. I, don't, I need, listen, write this on a sheet of paper. I wish my father or my mother told me to do this when I was young. On a sheet of paper tonight, at the top, put your name and put what do you want. And all I want you to do is write down what you want. That's it. All right? Don't think about what you got to do to get there because you don't know yet. Okay? But what's important is you got to know what you want. You know, the best analogy I can give you is before you can build a beautiful house, a beautiful mansion, which I know a lot of you want, right? You can't get the builder out there and say, hey, build this house for me tomorrow. What is the builder going to say? He can't just come out there with boards and nails and window panes and start building the house. He needs a blueprint, and that takes about a couple of months to put the blueprint together. Because what the builder is going to ask you, it's the same question I just asked you as well. What do you want? What type of house do you want? Some people want larger houses than others. Some people want two-story, three-story. Some people want one pool, two pools. Some people want one kitchen. Some people want two kitchens. Does that make sense? Right? So you need to be clear about what you want for your life. Just... Think about it. And guess what? It's not an easy question. Because a lot of people might say, okay, I know what I want. No. Think. Right? That's not an easy question. And just don't write on a sheet of paper, oh, I want a Lambo. I want a better life. I want to be successful. That's not clear. I want you to create it like you're writing a movie. What type of life do you want? What type of activities did you would like to do? If you had a million dollars in your bank account coming in every single month, what would you do on a daily basis? How would you live your life? What type of business would you have? What type of contribution would you make? Do you want a shelf? Do you want a maid? Do you want one home, two homes, three homes around the world? How many cars do you want? Listen, folks, I did this. This is the only reason why I have seven cars. Because that's what I wanted. This is the reason why I have two places right now. Like I'm going to have, in the next five years, I I will have five places around the world. I will have one in Houston, Miami. L.A., Atlanta, and Paris, five different places, and I have seven cars per place, but I decided to do the three here because I have three cars here uh, because they don't want me pulling too many cars here because they said it's a little bit flashy here, but do you get the point? Even the life I'm living right now, I said, well, one of my places will be right off the ocean, and if I look to my left right now, the ocean, I don't know if you guys can hear the waves, but Right now, the waves are literally crashing against the rocks. Like, all I can see is the ocean right now, to be honest with you. I'm laying in my bed, right? (laughs) I'm laying in my bed, butt naked, looking at the ocean. Does that make sense? Well, I wrote there in my journal when I had nothing. 
okay? So figure out what do you want. Question, how did you dig yourself out of a rut? So I was never in a rut, you know? I don't know what you mean by rut. I guess what you mean is, because I guess a lot of you are thinking that, well, Wesley, how do I get myself out of this situation? Listen, it's easy. Believe that you can get yourself out of this situation. Believe that you can get yourself out of the rut. And I know what your next question is. Well, how, Wesley? By changing your thoughts. So tomorrow morning, let me make this very practical. Tomorrow morning, instead of getting out and feeling fucked up about your life, and like, oh, my life sucks, I'm pathetic, I hate the world, I hate my job, I hate Wesley, I hate this guy, I hate rich people, I hate my mama. Listen, get up and say, I'm grateful. I'm grateful right now the opportunities are flowing to me in my life. I'm grateful right now that I'm going to remain in a very positive, happy, joyous state for the rest of my life or just today. I'm excited about what the day has to offer today. Today, I'm going to be nice to people. Today, I'm going to compliment people. Today, I'm going to walk with my chest out with my shoulders back. Today, I'm going to put a smile on my face for the first time. Today, I'm going to make my bed. I'm going to clean my room. Today, I'm going to brush my teeth. I'm going to look clean. I'm going to feel clean. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to conquer my world. That's how you start. Make sense? See, what you use the word rut, that's just your metaphor in an attempt or your adjective in an attempt to describe your experience. But just because you feel like you're in a rut doesn't mean that you are. Okay? There's other people on the planet, they're in a real rut. Some people right now are under the bridge, in a tent, under the bridge right now. Some people haven't took a shower for weeks. Some people right now haven't eaten for weeks. So to me, that's a rut. Not you. You have an iPhone. You got a cell phone right now. You listening to my voice? Are you in a bed right now? Hello? Okay. You got AC pumping? You got the heater pumping? Okay. Are you inside of your house, inside your room? Okay, so I, I wouldn't say that you're in a rut, right? <laughs> but I would say that you're being ungrateful, okay? See, see why gratitude is so important when it comes to wealth, success? Gratitude, we forget. We forget to be grateful in life. And we think that people owe us something or something that we really wanted. And then when you got it, then you don't care about it anymore. Be said, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know at one time I couldn't eat, but man, I eat every day, so I don't care about that, right? Some of you might say, well, yeah, I got an arm right now, and I love my arm, but you know, it's just an arm, it's not a big deal. But the day that you lose that arm, the day that you lose that leg, the day that you lose your ability to be able to eat food, right, then those things will become very important to you. So that's why it's important to be always grateful for the things that are taking place right now. Why? Because you created it. Okay? Young man, even that rut that you feel that you're in right now, or even young lady, you created the rut. Your decisions, your actions created the situation. So you might as well be grateful. And be grateful that you can turn it around. Be grateful that you can transition it using your mind.
That's the power of the mind. The mind is so powerful because at any given time, you can think differently. I learned this from homeless people because you would think that a homeless person under the bridge would be crying every day, right? You'll think a person that hasn't eaten in two days and haven't showered in two weeks, you know, they wouldn't obviously have a smile on their face. But I promise you, I've been feeding homeless people under the bridge for four years. And every Sunday when I drive up, those people are happy. It blows my mind. I say, wow, these people are happy. This one man, he has cancer. So this guy has cancer. He stayed under the bridge, hadn't had a sorry in weeks. He barely get the chance to eat, but he has a smile on his face. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's insane. So how dare we or even you be ungrateful? Come on now. Right? Gratitude is powerful. Next question for me. Yeah, I'm speaking to all of you. <sighs> Questions for me. Yeah, it's the gratitude, folks. You know, and I know, you know, we do have a we have the proclivity to always want to know or discover the how. Right? How, Wesley? How? But tell me, how do I start an internet business? How do I start a YouTube channel? How do I start an Instagram? How do I make money online? How, how, how? And unfortunately, this is not school. This is not what you're used to. This is not linear education. See, in school, they taught you how to do something. You go to class, go to science class. You go to your peers. They teach you how to do it. You regurgitate the information. You go home, you read it. You pass tests, right? Simple process, but with success and money and wealth, it's not linear here. It's not about the how. It's it's more about the why. So instead of asking me why, I mean, how to be rich, my question to you is why do you want to be rich? Why is it so important to you? Why do you want to be wealthy? You know, why do you need millions of dollars? Tell me why. Tell me why do you really want to do this? Because based off that why and based off that answer, it's going to tell me whether and how important it is to you. And it's going to tell you as well. Because some of you, you may say, well, I really want it. I really want it. But my question is, why do you really want it? And you might say, well, I'm tired of being poor. I'm tired of being broke. Sure. But, man, you've probably been broke and poor or average. You may say, I'm tired of having that job. Well, you've been having a, you've been working at that job for a while now. So either that's not the key. Am I making sense here? Suggest some books. All right, a couple of books that you guys need to read. Think and Grow Rich. One, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. You can always watch the replay to get the books again. Richest Man of Babylon. How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um, breaking the habits of being yourself. Start with those books. The Magic of Believing. Um, the Magic of Thinking Big. Great books. Great books. Okay. Start there. You can always go to my website, westofvirgin.com. I have a book section as well. How often do you journal? Um, I don't journal anymore, but I used to journal every day. So I used to journal every day for like two years. I, I journal every single day. And the reason why I had to journal, let me tell you why it's important about journaling in the beginning. And this is the reason why I don't do it now. Because in the beginning, I had to get clear about what I wanted. <laughs> I didn't know. Right? Um, uh, honestly, I, like, I didn't know what I wanted. 
Like, I, I was like you. I want to be rich. <laughs> you know, what does that even mean to be rich? All right. So I would journal every day so I can understand what my intention was. Like, what did I really want? Because I didn't know. And a lot of you don't know. You don't know what you want. Okay. You don't know clearly. Question for me. I just put my charger in, folks. Talk to me. To make the world a better place. You know, you don't need money to make the world a better place, by the way. I want it because I have a lot to offer others. And I want to be in a position to educate others. Sweetheart, you can do that all right now with no money. Okay? Make sense? Mia, um, how often do you journal and what's the key to manifesting it? Okay, so does anybody want me to talk about manifestation? I did a video on manifestation a while ago. You can always go to my YouTube channel and type in Wesley Virgin. I have over maybe 50 hours of free content um, to understand just the thinking process um, of using your mind or using the faculty of your mind to be able to manifest faster here. So let's talk about manifesting. So when you're writing in a journal, okay, and I can talk, I can talk about this because this is what I did to be able to manifest the life that I have here today here. Um, I, I, I still remember this. So years ago, maybe 10 years ago, I would go to the gym every day, okay, still working out, and I was driving a 1988 Honda Accord. I'll never forget that. And I used to go to this gated community in Houston, Texas by the name of Royal Oaks. And, you know, of course, I had a lot to get in. So luckily, I worked out, and I was able to sneak in and say, hey, I'm training some of the residents. Let me in. So they did, you know, for a very long time. And I would go to that park. I would park my car, and I would... I would pull out my journal and I would look at all the beautiful homes and I would write because it would inspire me. Because I said, you know, I want to live there. I'm going to have a house here. I'm going to build it here from scratch. And I would write in my journal and I would be very clear about what I wanted. And I used to use what is called the perfect day formula. So I would write out my perfect day. See, if I had all the money in the world, what would I do every day? And what happened was that this is how I started to manifest is... Because the more I would write it, and I did this every day for years, the more I would write it, I would start to embody like it was already happening. It's almost like watching a movie or reading a good book and you're getting into the book. It's a storyline book. And you're like, man, this book is good because you can feel yourself in the story. So the more I was writing this story, which was my future life, I felt or my mind perceived as if it was happening, like, you know, I thought I was living this life because I wrote it so much, like over and over again. I still have this journal. It's in Houston right now. But uh, every day I would write in this journal, what is in your perfect day? And every day I got more clear about what that day was. And 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 I just started to manifest. Like if you look at my journal now, almost everything. It's insane to look back at it because like 90% of the things that I wrote, it happened. Okay. All right, question for me. I have a bad addiction and really want to stop, but can't. Can you help me out? Sure, what's your addiction? One thing is looking at your language. Stop using the word can't. Okay. 
can't. You can't stop the addiction. Does it make sense? The only reason why, now understand something about addictions. This is called the pain and pleasure model, okay? The reason why people can't stop an addiction, that they, even though it's hurting them, the issue is you associate pleasure to the addiction. And the pleasure outweighs the pain. So the pain is, oh, I need to stop. Maybe, like I said, if you smoke. Smoking, okay, maybe I die from lung cancer. Maybe I have terrible teeth. My breath probably will stink. But the pleasure is it makes me calm. I can be, I'm relaxed when I smoke. I'm just chill. So that pleasure outweighs the pain, even though the pain is definitely like not attractive, right? And painful, but the pleasure outweighs the pain. So the key is this. What you want to do is you want to associate more pain to the habit. Now, I don't know what your addiction on your addiction. I'm sorry. You want to associate more pain to the addiction. So you think about the addiction. So what you do is you think about what if I continue with this addiction for the next five years, what's going to take place? Like if you're a heavy smoker, well, your lungs may be, uh, you know, your lungs may fail, right? It happens all the time. If you're a smoker, your teeth may go black and you can't afford veneers, right? So you have black teeth, bad smile, you won't be able to uh, date people or women or uh, men, right? Because no one likes a man or a woman with black teeth unless you're dating a person that has black teeth. Make sense? Your breath is going to smell bad, right? People... They're not want to, they don't want to talk to you. You're going to think they don't like you, but it's only because you're bad breath. And, you know, unfortunately, most people don't tell you when you have bad breath. But, you know, you'll notice that people don't want to be around you. Makes sense? Uh, if you're a smoker, you stink, right? Your, your body stinks. Your pores stink, right? Your cars stink. Your house stinks. Everything stinks, <laughs> right? So you see what I'm doing now? So what I'm doing is I'm creating this pain that will take place in your future if you continue to do that happen. Now, I don't know what your addiction is, but you can do the same thing. You get the point. All right, question here. I'm going to do a detox tomorrow. Good job. What should I do now that I am rich? You're rich? Well, the question is, what do you want to do? Don't ask me that. Like That question, you shouldn't ask me. The question is, what should you do? What do you want to do since you're rich? Uh, question, what kind of meditation do you do? Um, I do theta state and alpha state meditations. You can find it on Google. Just, I mean, on YouTube. Just type in alpha or theta. All right. What can I do first to become successful? I just told you that, guys. If you're listening, the question is, what do you want? What do you want, young people? Okay, what do you want? Hello, what do you want? All right, that's the first step to all success, to all wealth. Okay, before Steve Jobs created the iPhone, he had to ask himself a question. What do you want, Steve Jobs? Well, I want a phone. What kind of phone? What do you want the phone to do? Before the Wright brothers created the plane and built the plane, they had to ask them, what do we want to do? We want to fly. 
Well, we don't know how to do that, but what do you want? Well, I want to fly in the air and I want to be able to go to city to city. Right? You got to have the blueprint before you start to build. Does that make sense, young people? Okay? You guys are skipping a step. You're trying to create the wealth and you don't even know what you want. That's why you quit. Because you're building something based off of nothing. You're trying to build a house on no foundation. So people are looking at you crazy. They see you out there building, but you don't have a foundation. Because you don't even know what you're trying to build. Does that make sense? Okay. How did you first become rich? Man, I get these same questions all the time. So watch the video again. I explain how I got rich, okay? Just watch the video again. Repetition is the mother of skill. What was the first company you started? 7dayfitness.com. Money is power. Without money, one does not have power. Do you agree or disagree? I agree with you. Absolutely. Money is the power. Period. And I don't care if people want to argue with me. Uh, you're going to be stubborn and say, no, it's not. Whatever it is. Money is the power. Period. Money will make people do all types of things on the planet. Money will make people do things that they thought they'll never do. Money gives you options. Money is 100% the power on the planet. If you don't believe it, it's because you don't have any. Okay? If you don't have any and you still don't believe money is the power, well, maybe you're just not using it efficiently. I'm not sure, but money is very powerful. Okay? Uh, hold up. Question for me. Um, now, I'm not saying that you but I would rather have money and be powerful than to be broke and say that I'm powerful. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's a contradiction there. Uh, Oxmore. I know what I want, uh, but how do I get it? Okay, what do you want? Tell me. I want my own retreat center. Explain. Explain. How big? What would the retreat center do? Okay. Like, Listen. That's why you guys need to go and purchase Overnight Millionaire now. Because I explained this. I explained how to dissect and detail your intention. If you don't have a clear intention, you're like in the ocean swimming. Right? And you're in a huge ocean. And you don't know where you're going. You're just swimming and saying, well, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to the island. Where's the island? I don't know. I'm just swimming. I I'm sure... If I keep swimming, I'm going to get there. But you may never get there. Hello? Does that make sense? <laughs> That's a lot of you. You're swimming in the ocean and you think you're going to the island. and But yet, you have no clue where the island is. But you just think that you're going there, right? You're just swimming. You say, well, if I just keep swimming. That's a lot of people, unfortunately. They say, well, I keep, if I just keep working, if I just keep grinding. Listen, grinding and work... It is not the key to success. It is one of the ingredients, but it's not the key. Okay, it's not work alone. It's not the key because I know people that work three times as hard as I do. Like today, the cable guy, he came to the house. He was here for like three hours, man. He probably get paid 10, 15 bucks an hour, right? And he was working hard. He had all these boxes. He had to pull the TV off the wall and get behind. He had to drill new plates. He was working hard for that 15 bucks. And within three hours, I made $10,000. And what was I doing? Nothing. <laughs> Sitting down, eating food, eating what my chef prepared for me. Make sense? So uh, it's not about hard work, obviously. Okay.
Um, if all the money was taken away from you, how would you deal with it? Um, I would deal with it fine. I mean, it's not a big deal. Like one thing about me, I love money. Money is great. But money does not, it is not connected to my happiness. Remember, I changed my definition of success in my early 30s. I made a decision that I will be successful irregardless of the money that I earn. So if I lost all the money, I just go get it again. I mean, what else would you do? Right? If you lose something, like if you lose your keys to your house, what do you do? You go to Walmart, you go to the store and get new keys. Right? Lose your wallet, go get a new wallet. So I just go get new money, okay? So, I mean, you got, I mean, I love your questions, but just be logic. I mean, you could be, that's common sense, right? If you lose something, go get it. What are you going to do? Like, if you lose your license, like me, I have the tendency of losing my license at time. What I'm going to do, just drive without a license? No, I'm going to get a new one. I can't say, well, what do I do now? I don't have a license. Well, I lost my keys. I guess I never drive a car again. I guess I can't go home again. I lost my keys. What am I going to do? How do I deal with this? No. Okay, same equation. Keep it simple. Just go get another one. Go get more money. Okay. Can I buy the overnight millionaire um, in September when I'm 18? Absolutely. You could buy it now too if you can get the money. I have a lot of young people in my program actually. 18, actually 18 to 25 are my highest buyers for that program right now. The young world, I'm so proud of you. My millennials, I love you so much. I want you to teach your parents. You know, the best revenge that you can get on your parents, and I want you to listen to me close because I did this to my parents. The best revenge, especially to my father, the best revenge is massive success. Like right now, you may be in a subservient position, which means that you can't do anything, right? Your dad, your mom is always right. They argue through, they hit you, they beat you, they do all kinds of things, and you just don't like them. You love them, but you don't like them, right? Let me share it with you. If you want to get them back, just just make a ton of money. I'm telling you, I did. When I made a ton of money, man, everybody listened to me. Every, even now, they listen to Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. My dad told me one day, he said, Wesley, you are the, now are the leader of the family. And I'm like, really? You know, I don't know what that means. Like, <laughs> But that's what he told me. He said, you're not a, because like based on my success, years later, and then my brother got successful because I helped him to get successful. He was working a job making 80000 a year, and now he makes – so funny. He sent me a, a text, and he was like, Wesley, I just did $100,000 in two weeks. I said, man, I'm proud of you. My brother's a millionaire too. It didn't take him that long. He got he got it done faster. Something because he had a good coach, his big brother. Question. What do you give advice for someone who's already in the kind of business and just need the capital to start running? So I don't believe in – Getting capital to run a business. I think that's the worst thing to do, to get loans to run a business. Because you got to pay that shit back. You know, you got to pay that money back. You know, I kind of take the advice from Mark Cuban, which is the uh, owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Um, he says getting loans and trying to borrow money is stupid, especially in the Internet age. It don't take any money to do that. Now, I don't know what type of business you're in, but, man, it's too much easy money out there to get that you don't have to pay back. So I just wouldn't do that. Retreat centers do not need marketing. People like myself Google them to find them. Yeah, sweetheart, um, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you that you're wrong, but everything needs marketing, okay? Because even if you built a retreat center, what makes you different? You still got to sell it because people have to stay there. They're not just going to 
Even though your retreat center is the bomb, I know what you're thinking. You know, Wesley, my retreat center is the bomb. You know, because, you know, it's so funny. I used to say things like that. Seven-day fitness is the bomb. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Watch. Seven-day fitness. I'm going to take over the world. <laughs> so delusional. So young. So naive. And it's okay, right? Because a lot of you are like that right now. But listen, you have to get to the point that you have to be intelligent, right? Intelligent means that does the market want this? And how am I going to um, set myself up to be a a little different? What's going to be the disparity between me and other retreat centers, right? And how am I going to market? Because you have to sell people to stay at your facility, right? They're not just going to come because it's you, right? Because they don't know you yet. So you always are going to have to uh, market the project. Can I be your mentor? You want to be my mentor? Sure. What are you going to help me do, my man? Question here. Is the video on YouTube about how you became rich? Yes, absolutely. You can go to my website too at wesleyvirgin.com. You can listen to my emotional story um, where I received my breakthrough in business, actually. Uh, And that video is public. How do you clear the clutter and stress daily here? So... That's a good question. So how do you clear your mind of clutter? Meditate. That's the best. You know, without getting into a long, arduous uh, answer here, meditate, young people. Meditate. I I, I even suggest my children to meditate, even though they don't like listening to me because they just like me. You know, I need rebellious too. Meditate, young people. If you don't do, if you don't take anything from this video, meditate. Meditate. Please just meditate. Sit in a chair and do nothing for 10 minutes. Take deep breaths, right? Through your nose. Exhale out through your mouth. Close your eyes and do nothing. If your mind starts to wander, bring it back. But the key is to focus on your breathing because your mind is naturally going to want to think about everything because you have so much garbage in your mind, right? A lot of you have so much garbage. And your mind is toxic right now, right? It's so much information that doesn't make any sense. That's why we get stressed because we can't make sense of the thoughts that are taking place in our heads. But when you meditate, it starts to clear the mind. It starts to ease the mind, right? It starts to um, clear the things that you don't want to focus on and focus and think about the things that you want to, right? Understand this. When you're able to take one thought... One intention and put all your focus on that, which that's the only thought that's in your brain, in your mind. You will manifest that thing instantly. Um, It has happened to me several times. The more that you meditate over and over again, meditation is like a muscle, like the body. You got to build a muscle. So the more you meditate, the better you are and you'll be able to really manifest instantaneously. I've did it on many occasions here. I have one last question here. Okay, Elizabeth, can you can you be my mentor? <laughs> sure, but you have to go ahead and take action with my program here, OpenEyeMillionaire.net. My parents don't believe in going against the grain. I don't want to be no lawyer. Yeah, don't be a lawyer. You know, let me ask you guys a question. All my young people here, younger people, that's in college and high school. 
Are your parents forcing you to be a doctor, lawyer, engineer? Are your parents forcing you to go to school and you don't, you know deep inside yourself that you don't want to go to school? Is anybody like that? Just, just come with the word me. Just say me. I will tell you a story. So my parents wanted me to do the same thing. You know, that's what all parents do. Even though my parents never went to college, they said, well, well, Wesley, we want we want you to go to college because, you know, we didn't get a chance to go. We want you to have more opportunities. And the thing is, what my parents didn't know, they were just um, emulating or regurgitating information they heard from other people, right? <laughs> go to college, you know, have a backup plan, get your degree so you can get a job. And it was just something to say, but it wasn't based off anything factual because even the average college graduate doesn't get a job. And the average college graduate doesn't even get a job in this field, right? Do your research. So the thing is, I went to college for a while and I decided that I was going to leave. And guess what? I didn't tell my parents that I dropped out. <laughs> you know, and then now, now, I was staying by myself at that time. I got... Got a job. Uh, no, you know, I, no, I think I was staying with my parents. And I think I quit school. And um, no, no, I think I did move out. So I quit school. And to be honest with you, I was just going to school just to get those financial aid checks. You remember that, guys? You know, the financial aid refunds? Bought me some speakers with that. Right, that was stupid, right? But still... Um, I decided to leave school, right? It was a waste of my time because I didn't want to be a lawyer. And I wanted to be an engineer at that time. At this time, when I quit school, I didn't understand anything about being an entrepreneur. I didn't even know how to spell entrepreneur, right? So all I want to do is to be an engineer. I want to be a computer person, a computer engineer. But when I started going to class, I felt that I already knew what they were talking about. Because lucky for me, when I was eight years old, my dad bought me a computer and I was... completely fascinated with the computer system and um i just knew how to do things that other people didn't understand so i decided to drop out and i got a job so guess what is it gonna take guts to tell your parents absolutely my parents were like why are you not going to school i said i don't want to it doesn't make any sense i, I got a job I'm, I'm a computer technician guy i was making seven bucks an hour but i said you know school is just a waste of time well, Wesley, you really need to go to school. No. So the thing is, stand up to your parents. You're not a kid anymore, right? You, you're Like, if you're 18 and over, you're an adult. Now, guess what? If they try to threaten you and say, well, if you don't go to school, get out of my house. Get out the house. Who cares? Leave. Get a job and get your own place. It'll allow you to be a little bit more responsible because it's easy to live life when you're on your parents' roof, right? You have no real responsibilities, no bills. Uh, you don't have to think about paying rent. Think about the food that's in your mind. The food just shows up, right? <laughs> like my children, it's so funny. Uh, you know, the food just shows up for them, right? They just come out their room and daddy bought the food for the day. They're not thinking, well, how are we going to eat today? Well, you know, that's the great thing about living with your parents, but you got to respect them. It's not about that they're doing everything right, but you got to respect them because they are giving you the basic necessities to live in life. Clothes, right? Shoes, food. Right, water to drink. <laughs> so you have to respect that. But what you do is, um, you have to make a decision not to waste your years going to a school that you don't want to be at. Okay.
and it's bold and it's and it takes courage to do it and i know some of you just you're scared of your parents right or you think you're gonna let them down or things of that sort but it's all about just knowing who you're trying to become when you know who you are who you're trying to become then you're less likely to be influenced by mom and daddy that's making you go to school even though it's a waste of your time okay Digital store, Amazon, ClickBank, and even PayPal doesn't work in my country. What am I supposed to do now to get wealthy? There's so many other ways, Elizabeth. Too many other ways, right? Just because those platforms doesn't work in your country, you find one that does. You can sell something, right? So many ways. Think. When you meditate, you just focus on breathing. That's it. Sometimes, but sometimes I actually, I'm so good at it now. Um, I'm able, I meditate and I just visualize my day. I just kind of plan it out in advance. Like I even plan these videos out. I say, you know, in today's video, I'm going to do a very good job. People are not only going to hear me, but they're going to apply and take action right now based off the information that I'm giving them in the video here. And even though it's dark that you're looking at right now, you're absorbing every single word that's coming out of my mouth, right? So, um, yeah, that's how it works there. Um, I, I tend to visualize what I want, but in the beginning, you can just focus on your breath. The key is just to relax, right? Just relax. Get to the point that your mind is clear. So you're able to have very powerful, surreal experiences. Like when I meditate, it feels so blessed. It feels so good, right? It's like, I don't want to come back because it feels so good to do it. Okay. When I say come back, come back to like consciousness. How can I get in touch with you? I'm right here. I get paid a lot of money to go to college. That's why I go. I'm getting my master's degree this year. Good job. Hey, listen, I'm not knocking college. It wasn't for me. If college is what you want to do, whatever major that you have decided to um, decide upon, like my daughter, she wants to be a pediatrician. Okay, that's her college. So guess what? Because that's what she wants to do. She wants to work with babies. What I'm saying is this, if you're going to college because that's what you really want to do, great, kudos for you. But if you're going to college because someone told you to go, or you're going to college because you think that's the right thing to do, well, you're in for a rude awakening. You'll see it in five years. Question for me. All right, a couple more questions, then I'm going to let you go, guys. Is this video on how you can become rich on YouTube? Yes. After how much time of meditating at the beginning, you felt you actually dominated meditation. So I didn't dominate. I'm always like, I, I've never mastered meditation. Like I'm always mastering. That's one thing you understand. When you do things in life, you ne you're never really a master. You're mastering, which means you're always getting better. So uh, it probably took, like I was doing it intensely in the beginning. When I first started, I was meditating three times a day. So, like, for 90 days, I got really good at it. So do it for at least 90 days. Do you time yourself when you meditate? Um, I have a song that I play, uh, a frequency that I play, and it just runs for 20 minutes. I'm 13. I want to become, what should I do to become a millionaire? Watch the video again, my man. You didn't announce the $50. I did yesterday. 
I announced all the people that won the $50. I awarded five people last night. Oh, that's my daughter. Stay up. Trying to eat food, probably. Can you please suggest some other ways through which I can start my journey to get wealth? I mean, it's too many. It's an infinite amount of ways, Elizabeth. But what I want you to do is figure out what you want. Figure out what you want first, Elizabeth. Just trust me on this. I know it's hard to. And, you know, I know it's so hard to believe, right? Because your mind by default just says, well, just give me some avenues to make money, Wesley. I need a side hustle. How do I make more money? And I want you to stop thinking like that. I want you to think about what you want. And it's hard to go against all that years of toxic programming. That program is toxic because the world told you that you need to do something. Like it has to be the um, the the how to or the the techniques or the skill. That's not more. That's not the most important part of the wealth process. It's just knowing what you want first, okay? And the why. How can I get the course? Which course? Are you talking to me? Oh, Stasia. Can you do a house tour? Oh, not tonight. Man, I'm laying down, bro. Relax. You tripping. I'm relaxed right now. And I'm not about to put on any clothes to go tour this place. I'll do a tour tomorrow. Wes, we need the video from yesterday. Yeah, it'll be on YouTube um, tomorrow night. I mean, today probably. My guys, he's uploading it today. Come on, Instagram line every day, please. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it every day because I want you guys to work. I don't, listen, I, I, I know you guys love my voice, right? And I know you just love listening. No, I'm just kidding. Listen, it, it I, I'm humble that you guys listen to me. All oh, you wonderful, beautiful people. But check it out. You got to go take action. You know, how many videos do you need to listen to for you to get off your ass and go get to work, right? So you don't need to listen to me every single day, right? You can listen to me in the morning, 15, 10 minutes, get to work. Work. Listening to Wesley Virgin is not going to make you wealthy. Listen to Wesley Virgin and taking action. Now that would allow you to get wealthy, okay? What time is it here? It's 3 o'clock in the morning here. I'm in Miami. When are you coming back to Houston? I have no clue. I don't know. Maybe summertime. Well, maybe August for a week. Uh, I did get a speeding ticket, so I think I have to go to court. So maybe next month. Yeah, I was speeding in the um, GTS because I was trying to get a haircut. <laughs> So I'm stuck fending for myself. Or when I fend for myself, rich people who can't help me. Well, I don't understand what you mean. Do you believe in the law of attraction? Absolutely. If so, how can we master it? Easy. So the thing is study it, right? How do you master anything? Study it. How did LeBron James master basketball? He did it every day. So the thing is, if you want to master the law of attraction, read books on... The law of attraction. Okay. Turn on the light. Not tonight, sweetheart. All right, folks. Hey, thank you so much. I love you. I love you so much. Thank you for um, putting up with me here tonight. This has been a Midnight Miami Millionaire Rant. 
and I'd like to do these tonight. It was a little bit more calm. Usually I'm a little bit, um, <laughs> you know, a little bit authoritative, a little bit more boisterous uh, with the conversation. But here I wanted it to be a very informative type of uh, back and forth uh, uh, conversation with you, even though I know you can't talk, but I can see your comments below. And I wanted to hear your thoughts and allow you to ask questions here so you'll be able to um, use some of this information to start to design and construct the life that you deserve to have. Listen, um, and life is not about wanting things. You don't get what you want out of life. You get what you picture, which means there's wanting motivation is not enough to get what you want. You have to start to picture yourself in a better life. The best way to do it in the morning, just picture yourself winning. Picture yourself getting some of the things that you want. Picture yourself in a better mood. Picture yourself changing your attitude and actually putting a smile on that beautiful face of yours. Picture yourself giving people compliments. Picture yourself being loving towards others. Picture yourself being grateful. Picture yourself driving your Lamborghini, right? Driving the car of your dreams. Picture yourself contributing to people's lives, right? This is the key because that's how our minds understand and record information through pictures. All right, folks, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Much love. Let's go.